one more time. Amen. Would you agree with me? It's good, good to be in the house of the Lord. One more time. You may take your seats. Um, I am grateful for this opportunity today in the absence of our pastor to stand before you. I don't take it lightly that um, this opportunity has been afforded to me because it could have been afforded to anyone um, much more capable. But today you have me. And uh, I promise you that there is a word from the Lord. Um, I, I, as we have matriculated through these last, this last year and a half, I know um, that it's, we, that a lot of times we take it for granted that we're here. And we just automatically assume that we're going to be here and we're going to be able to continue to do what we do day by day in our daily routines. But when I tell you, I know that it's good, good to be in the house of the Lord one more time. I can testify that the Lord is good. His mercies are everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. So whatever you use for your Bible, if you'll turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 17, beginning at verse 1. 1 Kings chapter 17, beginning at verse 1, and the word reads like this. And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there will not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, Get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. Then the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from this brook. Verse 7, and it happened after a while, that the brook dried up. Somebody said the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow to provide for you. Around about 2012 or so, um, James Hall wrote this song and um, it, 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 the name of the song is God Wants a Yes and it, it served to be a testimony almost a prophetic word for us then and it continues to be that today and the song just um, it doesn't have a lot of, many, a lot of words to it but it's power packed uh, for us and a few weeks ago God placed a song on my heart and uh, the song just says, God wants a yes, oh yes, yes to his will, yes to his way. When the cares of life weigh you down just know that he's breaking you he's molding you come what may is still yes yes your yes oh yes yes 
yes to his way. Hey, when the cares of life wear you down, just know that he's making you, he's molding you. text today, it's no surprise that our title is simply this, Come What May, It's Still Yes. Say that with me, Come What May, It's Still Yes. As we arrive at the text, the prophet Elijah suddenly appears at a crucial time in history between Judah and Israel and he ultimately becomes the dominant spiritual force in the, the dark days of Ahab's apostasy. Uh, it, just to give you a little background, the kings uh, have been chosen and every king was worse than the, the, the previous king. And we see that Ahab had, uh, according to the text, was the worst of them all. Um, and while time prevents me from giving you the complete history of First Kings, I'm going to give you three little cliff notes. Uh, but I admonish you and I beg you and I urge you to familiar yourself with this entire text just in case, um, and let me testify, that there will be a test. Maybe you find yourself at a crossroads today and you thought uh, saying yes would kind of give you a reprieve or you'd be able to relax along the way once you said yes or you felt like you've sold out to Jesus. Maybe you felt like, okay, this is it. I can take a break. You know, things are going to get a little better. But perhaps you, uh, as you've matriculated through your journey with Christ, your, your ups and downs, your highs and lows, your trials and tribulations, you begin to wonder, why did I say yes? Like, why, why, what was the benefit of saying yes? What was the benefit of me giving up this and selling out for Christ? What was the benefit of me saying no to the devil and saying uh, yes to God? Because the, the, the way my life is going, the way things are going, and the way things uh, uh, happen, and the way the world is, I just don't really see a benefit of having said yes. Oh yeah, I know I'm saved and I know I'm sanctified and I know I'm going to go live with Jesus and that's, that, that is a benefit, but do you ever catch yourself and want to say, God, is there any time I'm going to get a break? Or is any time things just going to mellow out? You know, you may not even want anything. Maybe you just like me, you just want to have peace. You just want the people around you to act like they got sense. You know what I'm saying? So do, do you, do, have, have you ever gotten there? Have you gotten to that point where you just find yourself saying, why did I say yes? Well, if you're feeling like that today or you've asked yourself that question, I'm glad you asked because I got a couple of answers for you. And we're going to go on to the house. First of all, the first cliff note I want to let you know is that your yes, your having saying yes to Jesus your yes applies pressure. Verse, verse 1 says, And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Although it seemed that everyone had turned to to worship Baal, the text tell us that Elijah stood still and did not bow his knees 
to worship the pagan gods, and he was ultimately sent as the spokesperson um, and shows us this practice of obedience and saying yes to God. Elijah had found himself where he had to apply pressure to the king of, of, of uh, the king Ahab to let them know that the, 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 the place has become corrupt, it's terrible, and there will be no more rain. God sent him to tell him there will be no rain unless it's, uh, until it's at my word. Now, that's some strong oppress, oppress, pressure that you have to apply sometimes to make sure that the enemy understands that God will be God and his enemies will be scattered. So the, so the first cliff note is that your yes applies pressure. Whatever situation that you find yourself in, if you see that pressure, pressure being applied or you feel like a pressure is being applied to you, just be encouraged that that's because of my yes. That's because of my yes. So, um, and you may even be uh, feeling like you're in a season of drought and you know, things are not going the way you, uh, 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 they have been going, and you see that, that your situation is not where you want it to be, just know that that may be the pressure that God is using to remind you that you said yes. Somebody say, it's still yes. What we have to remember is that uh, Elijah was in the same season of drought, so he had the same dependence upon God to trust that the brook will keep flowing. And that leaves me with room to tell you today that even though you may be facing a season of dryness, God is always there providing protection for you. And he, um, he's, he's going to make sure that even though that pressure is being applied, that pressure will not take you down. Say, it's still yes. Y'all just bear with me for a minute. I got myself mixed up here. Thank y'all. Just continue to pray with me. Woo! So the next point I want to make to you, um, and, and what I want, what I as as we close this this first point, let me just say this: not only do um, the yes uh, when that pressure is applied, just know that it's rarely that when you say yes, it's rarely gonna happen that the pressure will be so, uh, applied is that when you activate your yes. Because a lot of times we say yes to Jesus and we say we're going to do this and we say we're going to do that. And that's, sometimes we do that just to get us out of that hump or get us out of that, that, that rough place. But what I want you to know today is that when you activate your yes, that's when that pressure is going to be applied. That's when the pressure is going to be applied. I want to make sure I get this right because I don't want us to be fooled by the enemy and what he's trying to do. The second note is your yes assures protection. Somebody says assures protection. Verse 2 and 3 says, Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, Get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And as a practice, of, as a result of his practice of faith and obedience, God gives uh, Elijah another assignment. And he, while he's giving him that, he's promised him the uh, protection from the enemy. No doubt that when he, Ahab, he told Ahab that there would be no rain, uh, we know that that would cause uh, much major problems in the, in the country. So he has to get somewhere. Because he knows that somebody's people are going to be coming after him because he has applied this pressure. So as him, as a result of him applying that pressure, he gets the protection that God gives him as, and, and God sends him to the brick, brook at Sheriff for his own safety. 
The name shereth comes from an ancient Hebrew word meaning to cut up or to cut away. Elijah found himself thrown into the position of being the adversary of Ahab. After all, this was a man who prayers had stopped rain. But not only did the escape provide protection, but it also trained Elijah in dependence upon God. Remember that he was in that same season. And um, like I said before, even though you may be facing a season of dry or dryness, know that God was going to take care of you. And he's going to make sure that your, your provisions are being made as you are under his protection. So we know that as we read further in the text, that Elijah went to the brook at Sherith. Amen? And he stayed at the brook at Sherith until the brook dried up. And when the brook dried up, Elijah is at face with another dilemma, another opportunity to say yes. So as you see, just like Elijah, the same thing applies for us. It's always going to be yes. So we can't get complacent or get... Um, comfortable with where we are we have to be ready for the next yes and Elijah gives us a great example today of that yes and that another yes and another yes so as a result of him being obedient to God and as a result of him applying the pr pr protection applying the pressure and receiving the protection from God God assures our last note God assures um, 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 Abraham, not Abraham, Elijah, uh, his, his faithfulness and he rewards his faithfulness because our yes activates provision. Somebody says activate provision. And this is, uh, one of my people will tell you it's one of my soap boxes. <laughs> Ain't that right, Reverend Washington? <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's hard for us. You know, the, the easy thing to do is to say yes. The hardest thing for us to do is to activate the yes. We'll, we'll say yes to a lot of things. A lot of times we say yes just to get people off our back. You know, we'll say yes. Just, you know, we promise God, God, I'm, if you do this, I'm going to do that. God, if you get me out of this, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do that. I'll do this. I'll do that. And he does that. He does what he says he's going to do, and then it's up to us to activate our yes. And a lot of times, we make those promises, but as soon as God gets us out of, uh, out, those, out of a certain situation, what happens? We go back to business as usual, and we forget all about the yes. Am I right? No, we say yes, I'll do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And a lot of times, we just want the pressure to be taken off. Or we just want the provision without the obedience. So, but that's never going to happen. Um, so what we have to know is that um, it always will, is, and it always be, there will always be a requirement for yes. We have experienced, like I said at the beginning, a lot uh, over the last year and a half. Um, COVID-19 came and shut the world down. However, our assignments and commitments to the kingdom has never changed. We were shut down, but we were not on vacation. We were shut down, but we were never given permission to stop or quit. And I think that we thought that you know, in the beginning, it's like, okay, the world shut down. I can't go nowhere. I can't do nothing. I can't see my family. I can't see my friends. So I'm just going to chill. Knowing the assignment that God had placed on your life, knowing that you said yes to a lot of things that you had not fulfilled. It was never a timeout. It was a time I believe that God was giving us to Stop, regroup, and redirect. That was the yes during the COVID-19 that we, we stopped as saints of God, as the, as the body of Christ. Stop, we stopped, we stop, we regroup, and redirect. Because uh, if you would remember previous 
uh, I remember in 2019, pre-COVID, pre, um, we was all over the place doing everything. Whole lot of nothing. Just a lot of stuff. I know it's like, it's like you're going around in circles, just doing stuff, doing stuff, doing stuff. I got to be here. I got to be there. I got to do this. I got to do that. And it's like, what in the world is going on? And the world wasn't just go, it ain't just crazy. Now, it was going crazy then. And I think God was giving us an opportunity just to just stop and look back to him. I remember um, during that time we, we started teaching, we started having school of ministry online and I was teaching the mind of Christ class and it was just so hard to take notes for the class. It just became, really became a class where we just encouraged each other and kept each other going and moving during this pandemic time. It's like, you got to get used to Zoom. Now, if, you're, if, if you've never worked in corporate America or worked outside the home or whatever, you don't, you, it's like you were Zoom illiterate. And now we're all Zoom experts because everything is Zoom. You're like, you Zoom meeting. I have three or four meetings a day on Zoom. So you're like, we, at this point, we got Zoom fatigue and we ready to be outside, right? <laughs> so, but we can't get distracted by but the things that was going on, like I was saying, I think God just give, it was trying to give us an opportunity just to di- redirect and chill and get back to God and get back to the things that the assignments that he had on our lives as opposed to all this stuff we were doing that was driving us crazy. We were complaining about ma- that was making us sick, but we were, we were not doing anything really to advance or keep the kingdom going. So God gave us that opportunity to redirect, and I'm, I'm going to get off of that. We uh, watched as some people became infected. We had some to succumb to the virus, and, but we still had the requirement of yes on our lives. So my, my, my thing is, God, we have to remember that in our saying yes, there are certain places that God will have us to be. To receive the provision that he would have us to, to, to receive. Elijah was at the brook. He was obedient. He went to the brook. And when the brook dried up, Elijah could have been like, you sent me down here. You know, Lord, you sent me down here. You told me to come down here for the protection, for the provision. But now the brook dried up. But Elijah didn't complain. He just waited for the next assignment to say yes. And as you can see, Elijah went to Zarephath. That was his next thing. And God had already commanded the provision for him when he got there. So my question to you today, are you where you are, are you where you're supposed to be? And are you doing what you committed to doing uh, so that you can get the provision that God has promised you? He has provisions for you. He has provided for you. But you have the responsibility to be there where the provision is. God promised that the ravens would feed Elijah. He promised that the um, that the um, the widow would take care of him, and she did. And so it's up to us to know that God would bless us and he would do what he said he would do for us, um, but you can't be over here and your provision over there. The raven was here so Elijah was the Elijah was here so that's where the raven came to God uh does not answer us he doesn't uh he doesn't answer to us he's not required to explain anything to us we just have to trust him and be obedient when he tells us to move we have to move just like that we can't just uh we can't wait and contemplate and ask people what you think you know what am i do can you pray for me when god says go just go when god says do 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 the assignment just do the assignment trust that he wants to bless you but he's not going to bless you if you're over here and he's over there so you have to be where the provision is going to be made it may not look like the provision that you're used to uh during this pandemic i find myself praying with and being with and spending time with people that I never thought that I would spend time with. But that's the assignment that God has placed on our lives. So we have to be open to what he is saying. And the answer is always and will be yes. 
He wants to bless us, but we become so comfortable with my friend and my this and this, my this and this, my. No, erase all of that. We, he's given us a whole year and a half to get a whole new attitude and, and, and about life and a whole new freshness about who he is and what he wants to do in our lives. And sometimes we miss out on the very thing that he wants to do because we're holding on to this. And he's trying to give us so much more, but we won't activate uh, the, the, the power that he's given us to trust him to do what he said he will do. Amen. He wants to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. And let me also throw this in. You have to ask him if you're saying yes. He said, if you delight yourself in me, I'll give you the desires of your heart. The cattle of a, on a thousand hill belongs to him. And so he will give you what you ask for. He'll give you what you want if you ask him as long as you're in his will. Just tell somebody, it's still yes. Through the highs, oh Jesus, the lows, the ups and downs, it's still yes. When you want to go, when you don't want to go, it's still yes. When it's easy, yeah. when it's hard, it's still yes. Yeah. Whether you, 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 you like it or you don't like it, you want to serve or you don't want to serve, God is not changing his mind. It's still yes. Come what may, it's still yes. I found myself, you know, well, we, we, we all have issues and things that we deal with and um 2020 was no different for my for Shankerville. You know, we found ourselves dealing with a lot of things, um, trying to, uh, and, and, and I'm, you know, anybody who knows me, I'm kind of silly or corny or what he was saying. So I'm talking to the Lord, I'm like, Lord, now I'm doing all of this stuff. You know, you start reasoning with God. I, I said yes. And I'm doing all this stuff you asked me to do, but you see my plate? Like, you see what's going on over here? And he said, it's still yes. And I'm like, well, God, you know, I got millennials. That ought to count for something. Because <laughs> when you're trying to help millennials, like, that's a yes. Like, that's a strong yes. And so I'm God, like, my millennials are going crazy. Like, you know, I'm trying to help them navigate young adulthood and, uh, you know, just different things. And and, and that's a lot, so I don't have really time to do nothing. And he said, it's still yes. You still got to go. You still got to pray. You still got to teach. You still got to serve. And I'm like, I just need, and anybody who know me know that's my favorite thing. I just need a minute. <laughs> like, can I just get a minute? And God said, take a minute, but it's still yes. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes I minister in the hours. I was turning into days and days. So, so he, he can't afford to give a person like me rest and reprieve. And I'm recognizing that, you know, the, the older I get and the more I grow in Christ. But, you know, I, I thought I was managing the, the pandemic pretty good. You know, we got a little groove going. And then my husband got sick and had to have his leg amputated. And I'm like, now, God, I know you're going to give me, let me chill chill for a minute and I found myself I remember bringing him home from from rehab and having to get like I got him home at like 6 15 and at 6 30 I had to be on class to teach and so it's like God is saying I, no matter what you're going through I've, I've 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 given you the assignment so I've given you what you need inside to say yes and so that's all I'm just trying to encourage you you know through the struggles through the trials through the ups and the downs, it's still yes. We can't afford to just decide that this is too much. Because when you look around, it's people that's going through way worse, you know, than you are. You know, we didn't have a, a, a building to collapse on our family members. Uh, we didn't have all our family members succumb to COVID. You know, we, 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 we uh, pray and we... We have empathy for those who was, but we're blessed because God kept us. And just because he's kept us 
through the pandemic and he's kept us all down through the years, we have a responsibility. We have a requirement just to say yes. And once you say yes, know that there's no, there's no vacation once you say yes. There are going to be good days and there are going to be bad days. But what I want you to know is that you're in his will and you're in his safety if you say yes. And God will provide for you and he will, he will protect you and he will give you power to tread on scorpions, you know, on serpents. If you just say yes and activate it and do what he said he's called us to do. Um, over 2,000 years ago, God knew that the COVID-19 was coming. He knew that we would need a reminder, an example of yes, when he sent Jesus in human form to become the, uh, uh, the savior of the world for you and for I. Jesus said yes when he um, gave sight to the blind and turned water into wine. Yes, when he declared, not my will, but thy will be done. Yes, when they drug him from judgment hall to judgment hall. Yes, after they sentenced him to a death for crimes that he did not commit. Yes, when he climbed Golgotha's hill. Yes, through 42 generations. He died on a cross, and he died on a cross for your yes, and he died on the cross for my yes. But on the third day morning, he rose with all power in his hand to give us the opportunity to say yes to his will and to his way. So I want to just encourage you today that if you're struggling with the pressure to get to the place of protection, to get to that place of provision that God has for you, just remember, it's still yes. You can do it now. Or you could do it later. God is not going to change his mind about the assignment. He's not changing his mind about the gift he's placed in you. He's not changing his mind about the call he has on your life. I'll tell you like I tell my millennials, you can take the, the, the easy road or you can take the, the, the hard road. You can take the one that's filled with blessings on top of blessings. Or you can take the one that has the kicks and curves and, you know, the, 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 the things that the enemy was trying to distract you from doing. But after you do all of that, tell somebody, it's still, it's still yes. I just want you to know today, and I want you to be encouraged, and I thank you for uh, allowing me this opportunity um, that come what may, we still have to say yes. Amen. Amen. Will your heart and will your soul say yes? You know there's more that God requires of you, but you got to give him your yes. You got to keep giving him your yes, that even when it gets hard and when we feel like we can't go on, we still have to say yes. That when we get sick in our bodies, we still have to say yes. That when there's no food on the table, we still have to say yes. We when I don't feel like I have enough strength to go on, we still have to say yes. Amen, amen. We ought to thank God. Somebody give God praise for a word that speaks to your heart and your soul. Amen, amen. Somebody came in here a little down this morning, still worried about the pandemic, but God still wants you to work because the kingdom is still going forward. Is there any kingdom-minded people not only in the building but out there that understands God still wants you yes yes Lord to your will and yes Lord to your way is there anybody here that can give him your yes even if you don't know who he is that the thing that saves us is not our understanding well, somebody heard me this morning 
nobody got saved because they understood the gospel nobody got saved because they didn't realize that Jesus died on Friday and somehow the power of God raised him up on Sunday morning I'm standing here today been saved half my life don't even still don't fully understand it but one day at five years old I said yes to his will and yes to his way and I'm still saved now is there anybody here that knows all he requires is your yes all he requires is your yes. And so now, if you will, in the building, just rest on your feet. And those who are out there in the world and listening online, we want to offer the same God that called Elijah to wrap up the dew and the rain. Because God showed Elijah that even when there's nothing falling from the sky, I can take care of you. That even when the brook runs dry, I can take care of you. Even when the food in the house runs out, I still can take care of you. For I will supply your need according to my riches and glory. We offer Christ to you today. Is there anybody here that will come? We offer Christ. Give him your yes today. We offer Christ to you. Give him your yes. That wherever you are, you can say yes to his will and yes to his way. The Bible declares that if you believe on the Lord Jesus, that you will be saved. That if you confess with your mouth that God has raised him from the dead and believe that in your heart, you shall be saved. And if you believe that all it simply requires is a yes. Come on, somebody. Somebody say yes to his will and yes to his way on today. Somebody, come on. Let's pray. Lord, we come. And Lord, before we do anything, we want to thank you for what you've already done. Yeah, we've had nearly two years of trial. But we've come to understand that these trials have come to make us strong. That is in our darkest hours that we learn how to lean and depend on you even the more. Lord, the one thing I've loved about the pandemic, it has taught me to pray more. One thing I love about the pandemic, it has taught me to love my family more. The one thing I love about the pandemic, it has taught me to thank God for my church family more. More because it has told me that you have to rely on everything that I am. For Lord, I thank you for who you are. You are a God who spoke to nothing and something heard you. You are a God who took the dust of the earth molded it into a man, breathed into him the breath of life, and he became a living soul. You're that God. You are bigger than anything that we can ever have or even think. You made the sun to shine on our lives. You blessed us with the rain to fall Lord you've given us the provision of our lives the working of our limbs Lord we want to thank you and Lord we want to thank you that we were able one day in your blessed Christ to give you a yes and Lord even when feels like no's are all in our lives I thank God for my yes for my yes allows me to carry on day by day. My yes allows me to look to the hills from whence cometh my help. For all my help comes from the Lord who is the maker of the heavens and the earth. Lord, I thank you. The Lord, now, if there's somebody who heard you on today, this was a powerful message to you that wherever you are, there is more that the Lord requires of you. That he requires your yes. That through the loss of your job, he still requires your yes. 
that through the sickness of COVID-19, he still requires your yes. That whatever you have lost, he still requires your less. Yes, because he lets you know that I'll be everything you need. I'll be nothing more than what you need. And I'll be more than what you desire. Lord, we come now. Reaching our heart out to somebody who feels like they're still struggling feels like they need you even the more and we want to let them know that all the Lord requires of you is your yes because the same God that will allow you to say yes will give you the power to walk in your yes for that is what our sister told us don't just say yes Walk in yes and know that our God will keep you in perfect peace if you stayed in him. Now, Lord, we thank you for these, your people, not only in the sound of my voice in this building, but Lord, we thank you for all those who are out there reaching out to you right now, thanking you for this season of yes. That, yeah, Lord, it looks like that there is no rain. Yeah, Lord, it looks like that the brook has run dry. Yeah, Lord, it looks like the food has run out. But what we do know is that you are everything we need. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise on today. In the matchless and mighty name of Jesus, the name of that he is above every name. A name that one day every knee will bow. And every tongue will confess. To the glory of God the Father that you are Lord. That if COVID-19 didn't get them confessed. The day is on the way. Where they will have to confess. That you will are Lord. And we want to thank you in the house. That you are our God and our Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Yeah. Say yeah. Feel that, come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on, somebody, one more time. With your heart, say yes. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Somebody ought to feel better right now. You ought to feel better right now. He's working it out right now. He's working out. Just take yes to him. Say yes to him. Give him your yes. Give him everything you desire. He's working it out. Come on. Somebody give God praise, give God praise, give God praise, give God praise, give God praise for this preacher, amen. Give God praise, I'm talking give God praise. You know what good preaching is? When it speaks to your heart <laughs> and it makes you 
want to be better when you leave. Amen. I, I want to be better today. Is there anybody here that wants to be better? That through all that you have to deal with, give God your yes, because he's on the other side of that yes. Amen. Amen. We want to thank our sister preacher on this morning for giving us a word that we can chew on and digest and make us better. Amen. 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 When the absence of our pastor this morning, just want to give some notes to you all and thank God for all those who are here. Ain't it good to be back in church? Amen. I know it's good to see y'all. Amen. It's good to see y'all and to feel the spirit in everyone in the building and also everyone who is online. Uh, on Saturday, August the 7th, uh, the church will have uh, and have partnered with Walgreens Drugs to provide COVID-19 vaccines. Somebody give God praise. Amen. On the 7th of August, this event will happen at 11 a.m. and will end at 5 p.m. Uh, individuals will have a choice of either the Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson vaccine. So anyone listening to this, 12 and older, is eligible. Amen? Amen. In addition, uh, there will also be pneumonia and shingles vaccines also available. Somebody give God praise. Amen. And if you will, just call the church office for that. I don't know if they can put the church office number, but that is 770-720. 9233936. Amen. 7709233936. We want to lift up uh, our heartfelt um, mercy to those in our church who are bereaved at this moment. We want to lift the name of Miss Doris Jean Cooper. We want to lift the name of Latanya Jenkins who lost her grandmother and uh or and uh also, Brother Jeff Jenkins, who lost a brother. Um, in the spirit uh, this morning of staying safe and having still having good security, I wish everyone to exit this morning to my left, your right. And if uh, you are giving online, we want you to keep giving that way. Amen. Thank God. God has still been providing for the local church through the giving and if you're still giving online wherever you are keep giving online but if you brought your offering to the house of God this morning we will have a place for you to give that this morning amen as you leave out this morning if we will we want to ask too that you would fellowship on the outside is that all right just fellowship on the outside amen amen and if all hearts and if all minds are clear we will we will stand to our feet God be with you till we meet again. to keep us from stumbling and to present us blameless before his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God be glory be majesty be dominion and be authority both now and hence forevermore and the children of God said Amen. 
There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.